Welcome to Mutant Puke. I'm Jake. Oh, uh, I'm Casey. I'm not Casey. I'm Jackson. Welcome to Mutant Puke. This is a music podcast. We talk about music news and reviews every week, mostly focusing on the scene as it's known, you know, emo music, alternative music, all that type of shit. Anything alternative press covers we might talk about as well, all right? Though, I, when picking what we were listening to, I feel like I want to lean more towards smaller artists. They're more fun to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, what's going uh, on with you, I fellas? listen to Drake. You only listen to Drake. Yeah, I regret reviewing that Drake album. Um, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> hey, hey, at least he hasn't DM'd us yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yet. Uh, we'll talk about that in the news. I have been playing Squid Game 3 a little bit. It's pretty fun. What the fuck is that? Splatoon 3. <laughs> oh. Um... Oh. <laughs> so, I don't think there's a second season. <laughs> I chose the octoling uh character because you can be like an octopus or a squid now and i like how the octopus looks better uh it's can fun. you be the manta ray uh no uh maybe in a future expansion who knows uh, uh maybe when they release four in mm. i don't know next month and they took a couple years to release this this isn't an annual call of duty type thing it's every mm-hmm. few years uh but did fun. there really need to be two splatoon games on the same console did there need to be two call of duty games on any console ever yes no because <laughs> <laughs> well they added uh, some Splatoon's quality for men. like yeah yeah, yeah call yeah. of duty's for boys you know you know nickelodeon slime time it's like that but a game uh i use a paint roller i think it the paint roller is for babies because <laughs> i <laughs> i think it's maybe too easy to use but i don't like shooting i just like painting the map uh have you painted a mogus and a base yet <laughs> no i don't know no. how i would do that it's uh, not like painting, fine right? painting it, it's very splat it's called splatoon yeah you no, gotta do called... it so you look on the mini map it looks like it if i did that i think my teammates would be upset with me <laughs> that's okay you think what eight-year-old Japanese boys think about you? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> There's a co-op mode called Salmon Run, or Sa- sorry, Salmon Run, and <laughs> Salmon. I knew a kid in high school named Salmon, and it was spelled exactly like Salmon, so I got used to saying Salmon. Solomon? No, just Salman. That was Salman. Yeah. S A L M A N. Yeah, yeah. I think it was M A N. Anyway. Salmon Run, that's a co-op thing. I haven't played that yet, and I haven't even touched the, like, single-player shit. So I ver- I I play, like, maybe an hour max. But it's fun. It's Splatoon. It's what you think it is. So I also saw a movie called Barbarian, which yeah. Yeah. is a new horror film by one... Do you guys know what The Whitest Kids You Know is? The yes. old sketch comedy? Yeah. Uh, the One of those guys directed this movie, and it's it's quite un. It's like surprisingly funny as well as scary. It it was really fun. I highly recommend it. I'm not gonna spoil anything about it, but you know, I highly recommend it. Oh, Casey, I forgot you've uh, ruined your flesh, and now you'll never see the gates of heaven. God bless. You about want, time, dude. You want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah, I got a tattoo. Yeah, you nice. literally just got it today. Uh, yeah. The outline, anyway. How how'd that <laughs> feel? Was it painful at all? Not really. Like. Uh, the most painful parts are like were the inner arm and like my elbow. Yeah. Oh, I got a I got basically a half sleeve. So yeah. <laughs> it's really big for a first tattoo. Go big or go home. <laughs> like no. I don't. In my head, I was like, if I get a small tattoo, 
I'm probably going to regret not getting a bigger tattoo. <laughs> and if I get a big tattoo and I regret that, that just means I'm going to regret getting a tattoo in the first place. <laughs> so I may as well figure out how I feel about it. There's a cheat code to that, Casey. Yeah. All you have to do is just get fat <laughs> so that you become bigger so that you have more room for tattoos. True. I've been cheating the game the whole time and I didn't even know it. Yeah, when are you getting a tattoo? Uh, <laughs> sometime in the future, if I had to guess. <laughs> yeah? Uh, my problem is I want to try it out first with something small, but I don't know what to get. I, I'm leaning towards, like, the snail from Adventure Time that you can see just hiding in some scenes where he's just waving at the screen. Probably one yeah, of those. Yeah, that could be cool. Yeah. Or get Optimus, get the, uh, the Autobots thing on you. I've thought about it. I don't want that on me. That is you fair. You just get a tattoo of the word tattoo. Yeah. In Comic Sans. That sounds more like you. You get that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to lean more towards just like art pieces or band references. No, don't. But that, don't do yeah, band that's a unless you're unless you're certain. It's tricky. Yeah, it's it's tricky referencing anyway anything. Like, Do you know if you get a Poltergeist tattoo, they'll let you in the band. No. <laughs> what would the tattoo a, be, man? <laughs> if anybody gets a Poltergeist tattoo, I'm gonna question your life choices more than anything. <laughs> Get a Pulitzer Kai's tattoo, win a free shirt, and $5 uh, GameStop card. Uh, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> Just add us on Twitter. Free shirt and $5 GameStop card. Yeah, that's a giveaway I think I can manage. Yeah, uh, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to spend far more than what that would be worth. <laughs> also, mean, what would you they, get? They Just the anyways. word Pulitzer guys? What? Poltergeist, by uh, the way, if you don't know, is Casey's guys. band. He's in, he plays guitar for, if you're new to the podcast. Just have a tattoo of David's bald head on it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I was thinking of a of a Patreon thing we could do where we talk about a video game and call it Game Sack. Just because <laughs> I thought that sounded funny. <laughs> game Sack. Right. Yeah, that's you pretty know, funny. I miss the name Bastard64. Bastard64. That's my magnum opus of naming things. It's all been downhill from there. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's talk about the news. Hi, my name is Hansel from Nightlife, and you're listening to Mutant Puke. All right, we're back. Anthony Vantano versus Drake, the the beef I never saw coming. Let's I'm break so this. glad it's happening. Let's break this down. <laughs> should we start with the vegan cookie recipe first, or should we start bring that up later? Clearly, you are... You are more knowledgeable than me. Oh, so. you didn't know about no, this? I did not. I did not. Please Bruh. inform me. Inform me. Okay. So it started all when Drake DM'd Anthony Fantano on Instagram at like midnight. Uh-huh. Probably drunk. Uh, his name is Champagne Poppy on Insta. So yeah, <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. I don't know the like legit DMs, but Anthony just left it on red uh-huh. because <laughs> Anthony Fantano is just that kind of guy. He's the busiest music nerd, so... Yeah, he just no, left he's, him he's on... He's not going to reply to him. He's going to make a video about it. <laughs> oh, he made an entire oh, yeah, video yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But the video, he didn't actually put, like, in what Drake actually sent. He completely made up some bullshit. Like, he... <laughs> Let me see if I can't find it. But Anthony Fantano basically went, like, uh... I don't know if he photoshopped. I don't know how he did it. But he actually showed the pictures of, like, messages that Drake supposedly sent him. It was basically him sending him, like, a vegan cookie recipe. (laughs) And then after Anthony released that video, Drake decided to screenshot the DMs he actually sent DMs and put it on his Instagram story. 
Let me let me find what it. Your says existence is a light <laughs> one, and the one is because you are alive. Period, and because you somehow wiped a black girl. I'm feeling a light, the decent one on your existence. All separate messages, by okay, the way. Okay, okay. Let me let me say this. You know those memes where it says Drake is goofy and he says like G Willikers after saying like being surprised. That's the type of vibe this message gives. Those <laughs> memes are so spot on about him. Mm-hmm. It also proves that he watches the videos, <laughs> so he knows. He, he knows. He knows. <laughs> he knows. And it's dude, it's funny because ever since that happened, Anthony has been riding this fucking meme train. And he has been posting shit on Instagram and on yeah. Twitter. And he is getting so much clout. <laughs> yeah. There was a variety article I saw. <laughs> Drake versus Anthony Fantano drama broken down. I, An- <laughs> I just want to point. And like the whole timeline is Drake sent the DMs. Fantano made the troll video saying that he put him a vegan cookie recipe. Then Drake put real put the real DMs on his Instagram story. Anthony Fantano baited Drake into revealing what was said. <laughs> Anthony Fantano, bald-headed music nerd with the giant thighs and the best teeth in the game, managed to bait Champagne Poppy. What I love is that after, like, while this was going on, he just tweeted out just simply a link to a review where he gave Drake a <laughs> not good. <laughs> was it the new album? I don't know, probably. Yeah, that shit was ass. It was bad. I just want to point out, uh, he left him on red for 21 hours. (laughs) Oh my god, it's so funny. (laughs) My guy has like, his skin is like paper mache if he's getting this upset over one dude on the internet. Like, holy fuck. Book. I think it's hilarious. Also, that review, came, like, review and like album came out like what early this year? Yeah, it wasn't even recent that he we put reviewed it episode twenty six. So like literally the middle of the year. Yeah, and it's not like Anthony hates all of Drake's stuff. He's given them good reviews before. Yeah, he's but, just you know. being a bitch. Uh, I don't know. That's what, what I'm saying. Maybe maybe make good stuff. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, other news story. Only other one that I have anyway is that I met a Yeti. New song. 1007 it's called cthulhu like cthulhu but uwu yes thank you jake yes you're welcome i I, I love everyone in yeti i really do but that that title is it's a good title for me i like it it ain't it ain't it for me i like it and also drop an album (laughs) drop an lp yeah hurry up and drop an ep in the lp discord daddy discord daddy xd discord daddy xd there we go the xd is like the deluxe edition (laughs) extra deluxe (laughs) yeah oh that's why that sonic game was named that oh there was a nintendo direct uh there's a state of playstation which was way better too yeah playstation doesn't release games lord forgive me i didn't I do not know what PlayStation has on their console. It doesn't matter. All I saw was Tekken, and that's all I needed. Uh, Tekken 8 looks so goddamn good. That's what they showed off, Tekken 8? Yeah, Tekken 8, like, showed off randomly. So, you didn't know about it before? I thought this was, like, a known thing it was coming out. It it was a known thing it was coming out. We didn't expect to see footage so soon, though. Like, the footage just came out out of nowhere. 
So are we saying fuck Street Fighter Six? We're going Tekken. No, no, we're saying hell yeah to both of them. They both <laughs> look good. Street Fighter Six looks like it was made by people who hated Street Fighter Five, and Tekken Eight looks way too good to be real. Oh, the Legend of Zel- Tears of the Kingdom or whatever. I, I don't know. Is it Tears or Tears? Yeah, nobody knows. <laughs> I don't know. That's I think the, it's Tears. Yeah, I think it's. But also, I feel like Tears. It might be both. Quite honestly. Like a double entendre. I'm uh, calling it Ed. I don't so love the Ed Breath of the Wild. Out. Like, I think it's a really fun and cool game, but I just didn't... I'm not into open world games. It's cool. They added the Aether from Minecraft to Zelda. Um, <laughs> they're remaking a, a Kirby game that looks fun. They're Which just, one? They're just fucking putting their whole dick into Kirby right now, putting Kirby games out Mini remake month. Kirby Air Ride. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd go hard. Uh, if only... <laughs> a lot of people say it's bad, so I don't know if it has a cult following it needs. Absolutely has a cult following. Yeah, but I don't know it, if it's a big enough cult following. It's been a huge surge in fighting game uh, fighting games. Dude, right? I love it. There are so many good fighting games out right now. Really neat. It all started with Jump Force. It, it, <laughs> what? After that, you know what? Jump Force? Yeah, everyone that realized game? that Jump Force... Yeah, everyone realized that Jump Force was garbage, except for the weebs who really, really get gaslit themselves. Yeah. So, like, the world was determined to, like, erase it. <laughs> With good games? Like, Eclipse yes. It? Yes. They had Yu-Gi-Oh! That was pretty cool. That was a cool yeah. idea for a fighting game character, but besides that, it looked like hot dog shit. Like, oh, it is hot dog shit. Um, let's do our reviews after this quick break. Got it. Can't wait for Tekken 8. can't handle it let's talk about early november five-year single play the clip November. I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna read their little blurb from Spotify in lieu of any actual research. Uh, the early November has always been ruled by nostalgia. Frontman Ace Enders was only a teenager when the band started life in New Jersey in 2001. Gross. But even then, he was, was already lost inside his past, forever trying to recapture that the most impossible things to capture: time as well as everything. Whatever. It's ironic <laughs> then. It's ironic then that Twenty, the new album, manages as much as is possible to do that. Whatever that is, yeah, a celebration right of the two decades that have somehow passed since. The... Let's talk about early November a little bit. Jackson, you and I really like an album called Imbue by it. Them. It came out in 2015, and I just like 
I just like got into this album cycle for some reason. I've I have never listened to the early November before or after MBU came out. But I ended up getting like a thing with a hoodie and the I think I got a cassette tape. I think that's why you listen to it so much, Jackson. Yeah. I had an old ass Honda with a cassette player. Yeah, that <laughs> that's why you you've listened to fucking Ver or what was that? Instant gratification by DGD and imbue by early november so much i listened to instant gratification so much it wore out the tape yeah now i wish Not i had that joke. tape back uh, i have a cassette player you can borrow it if you want a player i asked claudia for a cassette player for my birthday no it's like a portable one yeah um you, got a or you want like a boom box a <laughs> boom uh, i don't care what it is as long as um i mean MBU. yeah good album i like a bunch of the songs off that Early November has an album called 15 Years that came out in 2017, and it looks like a best-of album. Like, it's got a bunch of songs that I know. So, their new album is called 20 Years, but it has original songs, question mark? I'm going to be real. I have never heard of this band before today. That's okay. They're kind of not big at all. But I like the song. Like, I like their general I mean, vibe. I'm I'm into them, but I just I would don't say they're... Up. Uh, obscure. Did I say obscure? You said unknown. Yeah. Same I, thing. They're hey, like, look this up. they're not big, is the thing. They're not Producer, big anymore, Spotify. I'd say. Because they have a few songs that, like, one of their songs, two of their songs, actually, have, like, five mil streams. Uh, 210,000 monthly listeners, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't say they're small, but they're not stuff. big, big. No, they're not Metallica, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what, do you, what do you think of this song, Jackson? You know, have you listened to Lilac? No. Oh, I, well. I listened to Imbue, and then I never listened to anything else they put out. Oh. Yeah. Well, I've listened to their other stuff, and I had to say, you know, I think Imbue is still their best album. Because I've listened to their other stuff, which they were fine. I think their first one was kind of like early 2000s, kind of emo-ish. Uh yeah. Kind of ordeals. A little bit dated, but not bad. By I can stretch. see them coming from that sound really easily. Uh. But, you know, Lilac <laughs> came out. I was pretty excited because, like, hey, you know, I really liked Imbue, and it's been like four years, and it was okay. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed. Uh, not because it was bad. I thought it was okay, but because I was kind of expecting Imbue levels of quality. But, uh, you know. Some albums Years are later. just like that. Like, they have a great album out of nowhere, and then they just lose it. Like, like uh, Hands Like Houses. I'd say they have two great albums, their first and second, and then after that, it's just, like, complete duds every time. Um, I don't think they really lost yeah. it, though. They just chose to go into a different direction, and that yeah. different direction was bad. Yeah, I guess. I mean, Lilac, it was, like, not the same kind of sound. It was more like... How would I describe it? Like more indie yeah. type sound, just different rather than try to like reproduce what they did with Imbue. I feel like Imbue is a good mix of indie and rock, like actual rock, not indie rock. I mean, like, the thing with that album is like I can listen from like beginning to end, like pretty consistently. Like I don't think there's any skips in that album, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I am I, glad, however, that you just said indie rock is not real rock because you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah, absolutely right yeah, i wasn't trying to mouse. be rude to no, no. be rockers no 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 you, you should <laughs> okay uh this new single it's all right uh, yeah i like it there was uh was it just this one single that you listened to 
because there was yeah, two others. I didn't listen to the other ones. Oh, I listened to the other ones. Are they as good or are they better? Which one was this? Five years? Yeah, this is five years we're talking about. I think these singles are, you know, pretty good. Not gonna lie. I would say, if I remember correctly, I think Dennant is the one I liked the most. I think if I had to, I have to re-listen to them again. But I think uh, these singles, you know, pretty good. I wouldn't say they're as good as like this singles in imbue i'd say they're higher than uh lilac so you know there's some progress a little bit all right i'm just kind of curious what they release later on whatever yeah we might check out the full length let's talk about arm's length object permanence play the clip I chose a song to listen to because I think object permanence is a funny phrase because babies <laughs> don't have it. They just be forgetting shit exists. Dumb as hell. I like the song. It's fun. I've never heard Arm's Length before, but I like the vibe. Not too complicated. Yeah. Not really doing anything crazy. Uh, just, you know, some fun music. Yeah, it's good not emo stuff. bad. It's pretty good. I think the uh, vocalist does a pretty okay job. Yeah. Uh, the, the song structure is kind of by the numbers but you know it's nothing egregious yeah i mean i don't really have that much of an opinion on it it's kind of the same as jackson was saying it's good emo i don't i don't know if i really get a fun vibe from it because the song feels very melancholic to me yeah Hell, maybe the, not fun vibe is what i said play a chiller vibe yeah there's like a lot of melancholy just like in everything we're listening to this week in general i, I feel think, like i think i'm kind outside of, of remembering it because i was a little high like, when i listened to it you're a little high all the time that's why we listen to late october early november yeah fall music fall music autumn music autumn autumn lovely Anyways. leaves this autumn uh yeah arm's length Good music. I don't know if it's fun. I can't remember, but I know I liked it when I listened to it. Yeah, um, I think it's good. I think it's very emo. Let's, very emo. <laughs> let's talk about Poeta's new album, Stella Luna, and I'll play the song Glorious. Poeta, let me read the blurb for them. I forgot to for Arms Length. I'm sorry, Arms Length. The blurb. The blurb yeah. for Arms Length is just like uh, something something blues, I think. Oh, okay. Okay, Poeta. Inspired by pop punk and post-core influences, Poeta was formed by Kevin Torres, Anthony D- Dentino, Zach Kelly, and George Powell. Hailing from New Jersey, their individual talents blended together to make Poeta who they are today. Their inspiring messages and distinctive artistry created a sound that captivates listeners and sets them apart from the rest. They have a new record out. They had a record in 2017 and a 
EP in 2016, so it's been a bit since they dropped something. They actually started dropping singles for this record in 2020, which is kind of crazy. They put one out really? 2020, one out 2021, and then the rest of the singles out this year. Took them a I while you... to get here, but I, I think the product's worth it. I think this is a great album. Is this a band you've listened to before? No. Oh. I get a lot of Coheed vibes from them, a little Deer Hunter. Like, they're all over the place for me, but, like, the sound is really solid. I like it a lot. Yeah, and it's got some great features. From, one from Sierra from With Sales Ahead. Oh, Sierra. Yeah, I like oh, her feature. Oh, and Luna? Yeah, yeah. And then in Ninetales, this guy Justin Sanford, I've never heard of him. I don't know where he's from, but I really liked his voice on Ninetales. What do you think about starting an album with a feature feature song? I, I think mean, it's fine. I don't yeah. think there's any rules against that. Obviously, it's personal Fuck. opinion. Start, start an album with not even the guy in the band singing. Start it off with some guy you featured. I mean, at the time, some albums don't even start with a song. They start with a boring-ass intro. <laughs> like, it, that, that doesn't... The way you start an album, if you start it with a feature, I don't think it really matters. Start an album where it's just like, yep, that's me. I bet you wonder how I'm going to make this album. <laughs> well, it all started. Oh my god, that'd be awful. Uh, start the start the fucking album off like Sonic the Hedgehog. He's right behind me, isn't he? Um, <laughs> uh, the feature's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> Alright, what, what are you guys' thoughts on Poeta's new record? I thought it was pretty solid. There's nothing I really could complain about. Uh, I wouldn't say it's something I'd fucking... Uh, headbang too or anything uh on my car it's got a lot of energy to, uh, dairy queen i could headbang to some of these songs I very see that. very light screams though only a couple screams on this record the high screams or the low screams i don't know <laughs> the, the regular I, I didn't realize there were high and low yeah there's like wow and then cookie cookie yeah cookie cookie what a cookie what do you think those are the Casey? best vocals <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it, but I don't really see myself revisiting it. I do like how energetic all the songs feel. I like the, the variety of, like, different musical, like, motifs go going throughout the album. I also yeah. like how they actually have, like, four fucking people featuring, and they all have, like, their own part that they sound big on, as opposed to just, like, you know, a verse and done. <laughs> That's uh, good. I, yeah. I agree. Like I said, I don't think I'm going to see myself revisiting this album much just because it's not really my bag. But I think for like pop punk with like kind of the post hardcore kind of swan y feel, it feels kind of swan core to me, honestly. Really? But like, yeah, like the riffs feel very swan y It doesn't have like the lead guitar work, but it has like the riffs that you see a lot in swan core, I feel like. But I feel like that mix is it's unique. And I'm surprised more people haven't done it yet. Yeah, I like I like the pop punk sensibilities with other stuff. Like I feel like Hot Mulligan is kind of pop punk, but you know they have the screened vocals, like they're a little more heavier. I don't like just straight pop punk. It's like drinking straight vodka. I'd rather have some cranberry juice in there with it. <laughs> uh, straight vodka. That that was a wild night. <laughs> yeah. What happened to gay vodka? Uh, Did you say that will be released next June? You say gay vodka? Yeah, is that a straight vodka? Oh shit! Buy vodka. Bye bye. And vodka. <laughs> so long, gay Bowser. I think this album will rank higher 
on my album of the year list than I might expect. Uh, it's a really solid record. I feel kind of the same way about it as I do the Galleons record that came out. Whatever. Did that come out last year? It came out like two years ago, I think. In 2020? I think so. I do think this is... 2013. It came out in 2021. I do Not think, like, after listening to this album, I like it more than Galleons for sure. Okay. At least if we're comparing the two, because I don't know, this feels more, it feels more authentic, I guess. And I don't know, I use authentic a lot whenever <laughs> I'm describing music, but it's something that I think is important in music. And I think like Poeta feels like genuine, like it's them. <laughs> yeah. They're not making music to make sales. They're making music that they want to make, which granted a lot of the music we do that. Like, a lot of the music we review does that, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Good album. Love it. Let's talk about the last thing we're going to talk about this episode. Weddings, their album Book of Spells, and I'm going to play a clip from the song Hunter. Weddings. Uh, their little blurb says, Weddings is an explosive and moody rock power trio indebted in equal parts to grunge, desert rock, psych rock, punk, and doom. The brainchild of Canadian... What the fuck? The brainchild of Canadian Jay Brown, Spaniard Elena Rodriguez, and Swede Phil Nordling... The band was created in 2017 after the three met while living in Salzburg, Austria. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. So they're from Austria, but they're all from different places. Uh, all right, Jackson, you're the one that kind of found this and recommended it. Why don't you go first talking about it? How do you find uh, albums? I'm kind of curious. Uh, mostly I just has a good from question. people I follow on Twitter. Really? Yeah. Oh, I kind of just went on Bandcamp and went to new releases and looked at, like, stuff that we kind of listen to and i found this album that just came out a few days ago it looks kind of interesting it's like i listened to a few songs like okay i think i want to kind of review this and i listened to the whole album uh before we did this and uh i went to do more research on them and they don't play for weddings unfortunately jake they don't play for weddings no i feel like that's false advertisement i did an interview with um Hansel from Nightlife recently and I asked him like when you made the band were you worried about the search engine optimization <laughs> and I feel like I'd ask the same thing to weddings like uh it's for Nightlife the, yeah Nightlife uh, Nightlife is even more specific than weddings That's... I mean I looked up <laughs> weddings uh, doom band okay that that's a specific search what happens if I mean, you look up weddings band does it come i mean up? there was another there's another christian rock band called weddings really <laughs> yeah so uh, i had to do more specific for that uh weddings. when i was listening to this i got a vibe of like kind of stoner kind of uh doom metal but with uh interesting uh harmonics between the male and female vocals coming together 
for it's songs. Got, it's got a little arcade fire thing going on. It reminds me a lot of like <laughs> Caius, uh, which is like an old desert rock band, and a little bit of the Sam Sarah Blues Experiment. I think is what it's called. Can yeah, you, that band. Can you tell me what desert rock means? What so, what's a what's like hallmark rock from the desert? desert rock? Yeah, hilarious. Uh, Fucking okay. answer the question. <laughs> desert rock is like it's like stoner rock in a way, but it's like. It can also mean a more specific scene that was from California, hmm. which I kind of use the term for more. Mm-hmm. But it's like a blend of like, you know, stoner rock, like metal, blues, punk, grunge, and like all that shit. And like Caius is like the biggest band in that, or they were. But Caius is like the band everyone knows whenever they talk about that genre. Caius or like Queens of the Stone Age, which is which actually features Josh Holm, who was the guitarist for Caius, and now he's like the dude behind Queens of the Stone Age. It, it's just like a very it, it's they're stoners. Deep they just horror. like riffing, like it, good riffs is basically what I have to say about it. It's like just massive riffs, weed, that kind of shit. Can I drop my earth-shattering take on this album? No. Go talk more about Splatoon. Um, well, first of all, I use a paint roller. It's really easy to use. I win a lot with it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, my take on the album is that it's good. I like it. I feel like every song is like like feels really different to me. Like they all feel very unique in terms of sound. Yeah. It kind of just feels like each each song's like a chapter in a fairy tale book or something. I don't know. I get fairy tale vibes. Uh, I can kind of see that. I can see what you mean by that, actually. I just think I know my favorite thing about this project is just how well. Uh, sorry, I didn't remember the members' names, but the both male and female vocalists, yeah. how well they just synergize together. Yeah, and just make this kind of moody, kind of doom metal. I've not really heard in quite a while. I wouldn't that's even know that's doom metal. <laughs> I, was just I mean, like, the slow cool guitar rock riffs, music. the slow, like heavy riffs, and it's kind of like gloomy. That's kind of the embodiment of doom metal. You were definitely right about it being moody. Like this is by far one of like the. It is one of the most atmospheric albums I think we've reviewed, and I'm not sure if they really intended for it to be atmospheric. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, sometimes you just write music, and sometimes it ends up like yeah. being a different way than you envisioned it in the first place. Like a lot of this is very riff, you know, driven. Like a lot of stoner rock is, but because of like the other elements, I feel like it creates like a very unintentional atmosphere that I haven't heard in a lot of music in a while. Very interesting. It's a good find. Good job, Jackson. Maybe you should just try and find like one new Bandcamp band a week. I mean, we'll test the waters out. Honestly, a lot of good stuff that I find just small bands they upload in Bandcamp. I also just like looked at the artwork. It's like, huh, that looks good. Yeah. <laughs> the artwork it's like, is really and cool. they like, oh, they sell cassettes and LPs. Oh, there's is there a cassette of this record? Let me double check. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure there's like CDs and LPs. I think there was, or was that Fall Fifty Feet? Uh, Fall Fifty Feet put out 
uh, cassettes for their first record. Oh, I see. Um, what did you have a specific? Uh, I would want single... a, cassette, a specific single. What do you mean? From this project that you think stood out to you? Because I thought, I think Cause... Sleep and Hunter Greek were the fire. two ones. Greek Fire, yeah, that yeah, was my Greek favorite. Fire. I accidentally put Weedings. Weedings. <laughs> uh, uh, CDs, vinyl, uh, no cassette, I'm sorry. All right, that's fine. We'll make get one a, for you. You'll make you one. Get a, mm-hmm. Something I really like. Just get a blank cassette player or if, get a blank cassette. If and we just ever make off of it. merch, I'd love to make a cassette with like Both an exclusive podcast on it. Oh, like you huh. could only listen to that podcast by listening to that cassette. That's interesting. <laughs> so, like uh, season one of this on cassette. <laughs> no, you can and listen. You order to... on pay per view on Christian Rock <laughs> or Christian Television, <laughs> the New Testament on cassette. <laughs> Book of you Job. I mean, that's a thing. Yeah, I re- I unfortunately remember seeing those. Yeah, I had one. I'm more of an Old <laughs> Testament guy. Was it... Was it you or is it your mom that had it? It was me. Have you shown your mom really? your tattoo yet? Yeah. What'd she think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's mad. Yeah, she knew it was happening. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't the happiest, but I don't care. It's my tattoo. She can, she can pray the tattoo away. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. I mean, where you're like, hey, at least it's a cool Korean thing. No, she she's more upset about that. <laughs> she's more really? upset about it. <laughs> Yeah, she'd rather just give me. She'd rather I have just like flowers Cheese or birds or. Yeah. What about, what about like the though? white devil? The white uh, devil. See, oh, I'm actually going to be getting that on my left arm eventually. Cool. You know, like the pitchforks, the white the evangelical uh, interpretation of the devil. All Not right. Like the cool. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, please check out our Patreon. One dollar a month, new episode every week. Uh, this week's episode, me and Casey talk about ghouls, and or sorry, last week's uh, bonus Patreon episode, we talked about ghouls and shit. Uh, it's pretty it. fun. Yeah, I do a Chris Chan impression that will rock your world. Thank you so much for listening. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Mutant Puke, and see you next week. Bro, let's do booty short merch. <laughs> <laughs>